0: Now, while we were all going about our day yesterday, New Zealand comedian James Nokise was supposed to be on an evening train from London to Edinburgh. Now, the journey time for that is usually just under six hours, five hours, 41 minutes, to be exact. But ten minutes into the journey, the train manager said over the speaker that they'd heard from passengers that the train they were already on had been cancelled. James Nikise picks up the story. Hi, James. Hi, Jesse. Uh,
1: Yeah, it's it's very surreal when you get an email that the train uh, that you were travelling on has been cancelled. Very (laughs) twilight zone.
0: (laughs) Is that how you first found out? Yeah, yeah, that's how we all
1: found out. So we're all sitting on the train, um, and it's a pretty smooth ride, if I'm honest about it. And then uh, an email came through from the company saying, your train's been canceled. And a couple of the guys uh, got the attention of the the train conductor, and they said, um, (laughs) uh, no, we haven't heard anything about that. And Uh then, uh, yeah, a few minutes later, there was a big announcement going, Uh, The rumours are true. I think I'll I'll remember that for the rest of my life. The (laughs) rumours are true.
0: (laughs) How bizarre. And so what happened then?
1: Well, we ended up getting off. They'd cancelled
0: part of the route.
1: It turned out there was a a fault on the tracks, so they were doing the right thing. But we, we got off in a place called Preston, And despite the amount of time I've spent in the UK, I had no idea where Preston was um, and needed quite a few of the Scottish people on the train with me. So I felt a bit better
0: about (laughs) it. Where where is Preston?
1: It's it's north of Manchester. Uh um, And depending on who you talk to in the north of England, it's either a a moderate or major city.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it is on the way to Edinburgh, but it's about half, maybe halfway or even a third of the way from London to Edinburgh, right?
1: Yeah, so we, what happened is they, they had a replacement train set up for us that was still going to Glasgow, so it's a different track, and uh, we were supposed to catch that train from Preston, but um, we weren't the first train cancelled, it turned out, so that train was already full and took off just as we got there oh, no. um and, and they said well there'll, there'll be another train don't worry and really? we're like oh have you got an emergency train they went no the next scheduled train in an hour and a half right so we're like, all right well we've we've all been delayed traveling internationally yeah. so an hour and a half that's that's okay um that train then got cancelled uh, and it turned out that was the last train uh, north. Uh, <laughs> to quote them, just north.
0: <laughs> how many? How many passengers are on the platform?
1: Uh, this This is not making it melodramatic. There There was a couple of hundred people. Mm. Um,
0: and and so that, like, yeah, was well, there food? How's everyone doing? Food and water, and I, I guess there's toilets on the uh, at the prison no. station.
1: So, so there's, there's toilets there. Um, the, the toilets were terrified. They <laughs> they they weren't ready for us. Um, <laughs> there was. There were cafes there, but but they were shut except for one coffee stall, and it was like a scene out of Simpsons. It was a one coffee stall (laughs) with these two teenagers who were who were manning it, who were just like, "Oh man, do you guys want paninis? What are you?" So so that's
0: sixty flat whites, fifty five long blacks. (laughs) Okay, so Um, so yeah. Carry on. The, the, the train company's now got a big problem. It's got 200 passengers, I guess, they're responsible for, I hope they felt responsible for, um, that they somehow got to get to Edinburgh.
1: Well, no, because they there was just no communication. Mm. What happened? Well, this is not the first time this has happened. It turns out, Jess, what I found myself in well, was also quite a political situation. There's been a big kerfuffle over here about the trains, particularly the train company, who are in charge of everything? And there's been—they've uh, just signed a new lease or a contract with the government for like another nine years. Yeah. And trains are apparently breaking out all the time. Now I'm a rookie in this situation. I haven't—I haven't been on a British broken-down train. So there, there's veterans, and they're all saying, <laughs> "Get a coffee now, mate. You're not going to be home <laughs> for hours. Get a coffee now. Get some food." and it's so surreal because the staff can't give us any information because it has to be official but there's all these passengers who've been through this kind of stuff who are then sort of taking the information lead and filling in the rest Mm. of us
0: we are used to a figure of authority Um, we're used to a system and rules and a plan and when all that stuff disappears it must be quite destabilizing
1: well you know I come from New Zealand. I come from a land of rugby teams and coaches, and there was no coach in this situation. Um, mm. Just a lot of lost players. We <laughs> we ended up getting a rail replacement, um, which, again, you go, oh, was it a bus? No. Okay, what will happen? And someone said, oh, there'll probably be taxis. And I thought that was a joke. Mm-hmm. Because it's three and a half hours from Preston to like... <laughs> what was it? What's that like Auckland to Whangarei Kind
0: of. No, that Auckland <laughs> to Whangarei it's is more walking. like two hours. It's like Whangarei to Hamilton. Yeah, what, I can In a <laughs> cab. So
1: it's like in a cab, and and so there's a. When I said no, it's actually happening. Go out the front of the train station. They'll have taxis coming. So I, I still had this delusion as a Kiwi that it would be like, um, our airport shuttles, you know, like a taxi van. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you went outside and, and what sort of vehicle showed up? Uh,
1: it was, it was black cabs, you know, the famous British black cabs. How
0: many, they, how many of them? They like,
1: yeah, that's, that's a good question, mate. That was generally the question most of us had. How many black cabs? Does Preston
0: have <laughs> good day to be a black cab driver? If um, if you get a fare from Preston to Edinburgh,
1: well, yes and no. Like I've, I've you know, some of your listeners might have um family members who are cab drivers, or giant, giant fare, but a um, long drive. Yeah. So three and a half hours there, three and a half hours back. Yeah. As far as I can tell, no accommodation sorted for the cab drivers either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think I think some got interviewed over here and they were getting in at about 6 a.m. in the morning.
0: Oh, it's made the news, has it? Uh, over in the U.K.? Yeah.
1: It, it, it has been all all over the news it has been uh, I, I think preston is preston is trending on twitter um i have never done so much in all of my edinburgh fringe festivals i have never done so much british media uh, in, in many years Gosh. as i have in the last 12 hours
0: well, we did a cut to the for um, the chase then so you jumped in a cab and you got to edinburgh i,
1: I got to well look there was a, a couple of issues uh one um the cab driver had not Ever been to Edinburgh in his
0: life.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and two, and to his GPS was going rogue.
0: Come on, really? Because it's actually some, so looking on the map, up, it's some pretty nice country. You go through, go past the Lake District, for example.
1: Oh, uh, uh, I wish we had. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I can't tell you where. So this is why I ended up tweeting the whole scenario because I was in the cab and the guys had fallen asleep. The other three guys I'm sharing this cab with had fallen asleep. And I just thought this was really surreal. And so I was just tweeting out, you know, we're on this road now. And people like, give us updates. You know, people are getting invested. Make sure you get to Edinburgh. And I started tweeting about these roads I'm on in Scotland. And this guy messages back going, mate, I don't know what road you think you're on. <laughs> That's not the A70. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about two o'clock in the morning at this point. We try and course correct and we come onto a, a main road and then a barrier shows up and the whole road is closed oh and we end up no. going on off- these British... You've spent time in the UK. The British, like, back roads, the farm roads, you know, the postman pat roads.
0: Yeah. I mean, that happens in New Zealand sometimes. You think you're doing something sneaky by travelling late at night and you don't realise that half the motorway is closed down for roadworks.
1: (laughs) So, now I'm in a black cab in the middle of Scotland on a postman pat road with three strangers and we've all got our iPhones and whatever out trying to, like, show the cab driver our version of Maps, which is different to his GPS. And you know, long, long, very stressful story short. I ended up getting back to Edinburgh at about three thirty in the morning, um, eleven hours after I'd got on the train in London, uh-huh. in the wrong vehicle. <laughs>
0: Exhausted. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I, um, I, I, you know, I, I've done mental health work with with Red New Zealand. I didn't realize, even with all the work done there, that I could be traumatised. By public transport, but I've spent today going over the story and going, "Oh yeah, I'm. I've got trauma
0: to work through. Like this has genuinely been a harrowing experience." Um, the Guardian estimates seventy five cabs. They reckon the fare was about two hundred and seventy seven pounds. That's twenty thousand pounds in total. You wouldn't have any idea whether they actually forked that out for the cab company.
1: Look, I, I hope it was more. And I'll be honest uh, to you. I think I think those cabbies deserved a, a bigger fare for for what they had to do. Yeah. Um, and, and we're all getting refunds, for the passengers. So huh. I don't know if they've got the cost in there of what that is either. Uh, but it's it's a staggering amount of money, and apparently it's happening on a pretty regular basis. So I, I don't know who's in charge.
0: Gosh. Even as a
1: comedian, I know that is that is bad money management. Yeah.
0: Important question, why were you heading to Edinburgh and was it worth it?
1: Uh, I, was, I was heading to Edinburgh. I'd been um, doing Rugby World Cup stuff in France and then I'd had a couple of meetings in London and I was heading to Edinburgh because my wife is working on a show uh, up, up here. Uh, so even getting in at 3.30 in the morning, it was absolutely worth it, mate. Mm-hmm.
0: Good stuff. Have a decent sleep tonight. Thanks so much for telling us all about it and we hope the journey home is less eventful.